When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Once a week now, I talk to Brian Kilmeade because he's great. And, of course, you know Brian follows me every morning at 10 a.m. right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Also one of the big stars in Fox and Friends, Fox News every morning, and his Saturday night show on Fox News, One Nation. I say it every week. I love it. It's a great show. The multi-talented and very handsome Brian Kilmeade. And this is one of those days, Brian, where you wash my back and I wash yours. You're on this show this morning. I'll be on your very popular Fox radio show coming up later on this morning. Right. Now, won't you normally, you, you do an 11, in the 11 o'clock hour. Now, normally aren't you in a tank top uh, <laughs> lifting weights? I mean, are you, am I interrupting your workout? No, that comes later in the day. It's funny because yesterday I filled in for John Katsimatidis. He was in Pennsylvania with the new governor. So I actually hosted the show for him yesterday afternoon. And I came straight here from the gym. So picture this. In the morning during my show, I'm wearing a brand new sport jacket, gorgeous show, look like a million bucks. In the afternoon, I come back, I'm wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt directly from the gym. So you got both sides of Sid Rosenberg at WABC yesterday. Right. And how does his staff feel about this? They didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. I mean, they're going to write that out. We're the Jeruah Human Resources Department. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know if you have one of those. So uh, your friend and mine, Donald Trump, was at it again yesterday, basically threatening Ron DeSantis saying, hey, look, you know, I made you and your rallies were great and you beat Gillum down in the state of Florida. But without me, you're a nobody. And if you want to run against me, you got to do what you got to do. But it really did sound like a mob threat coming from President Trump. What do you think about that? It's the second time uh, uh, he's done it. And he did it right after, you know, I think he did it right after or right before the election, which uh, DeSantis won easily and really sent a message all around. I don't, I, I think DeSantis does not want to talk about it. I think he's waiting to, waiting this out. He's really dividing Trump land because there is not one person I know who follows Donald Trump who doesn't love Ron DeSantis. And there's not, there's very few that follow DeSantis and have negative feelings towards Trump. That's why it's dividing, it's dividing Republicans in a way they're not comfortable. And I've never met more people ups, more upset than when he went after DeSantis the last time. And said something very similar, said he's like, he would have been nothing without me. In one way, he's, he's correct. When he decided to pick DeSantis out and said this guy should get the nomination, the agricultural secretary was up by about 25 points. And Trump did work hard. But DeSantis also worked hard, too, uh, was able to eke out a one-point lead and became the most successful governor of the country. I think Democrats would even admit that. Uh, uh, they wouldn't do it publicly, but they would admit it. So... I think it's going to be they're going to wait for the court cases to play out. I think DeSantis is waiting to see if there's anything's going to stop him from running an indictment or something like that. If nothing stops him from running, then DeSantis will probably decide in March. He'll say, uh, you know, he's already got national ads out on social media uh, and they already changed the rule in Florida that says you can hold on to the governorship and run for president. So I think that he goes ahead and does it. I saw the Amherst poll last week. And it says they're in a dead heat. But I'll tell you, in Florida, DeSantis wins. 
DeSantis wins easily in Florida, but of course, uh, there's a whole country to deal with here, not just Florida. Big state, no doubt about it. Very, very big state in the election. But uh, there's a whole country to deal with here, and I'm not sure DeSantis can beat him just yet. You did mention Mar-a-Lago, the document story for Joe Biden. Brian Kilmeade gets worse and worse every day. We, we find more locations, more classified items. He's got no idea what's going on. And really, if you think about it, last week when this first surfaced, that was a huge win for Donald Trump because now what are you going to say to Trump when the sitting president, although vice president at the time, has done the same exact thing? That's a huge win for Donald Trump going back to day one of this Joe Biden fiasco. And, you know, in New York last week, he got buried, but he had, he was indicted on 17 counts. It's a total political ploy. I think you agree with me. Uh, in the New York State, they looked into him about uh, avoiding taxes. The CFOs goes to jail to Rikers Island at 76 <laughs> years old. Total attack job. It's nuts. I hope he's OK. I hear he's a good guy. He's got totally screwed, but he only got fined one point seven million dollars for you and I. That's a dollar seventy. So he could put New York behind him. He's got some other uh, minor suits that never heard him before. So now he has Mar-a-Lago and he has Georgia. So they could be an indictment on January 6th, but come on. I mean, you, they still haven't been able to prove anything. I don't think he was buying an orchestrated invasion uh, and alternate electors. So it comes down to the Georgia lawsuit, and it comes down to Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago just got neutralized, which leaves you Georgia. And, man, you're really going to go out there and take those phone calls and going to indict a former president as a state prosecutor? So with those things gone— you know, Trump might be ready to roll. The problem is, I don't even think his family's on board with this. I know that Eric would do it. Uh, I, I know Ivanka is out. Jared Kushner is out. I'm not sure Don Jr. is in. He is the most popular one outside his dad. So uh, no word from his, Melania. There was reports that if he ran again, don't don't include her, which, you know, all that stuff needs to get in place. His most valuable asset was his was his family last time. So it's going to be fascinating. But I, I think it's field is probably going to be seven or eight. I think Pompeo's in. I think Nikki Haley will be in. I think Tim Scott will be in. I think Rick Scott will be in. Uh, and I think Christy Nome will be in. So we'll see where this goes. All right, we'll, uh, we'll take a short break. We'll come back more with Brian Kilmeade. You mentioned Jared Kushner. He came up on a Sunday morning TV show. I want to bring that out to you. Plus the Giants with a big win on Sunday. More with Brian Kilmeade right after this. See these children jumping off. Stations one by one. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Friends. Sitting friends in the morning, and of course, Brian Kilmeade still with me. Brian coming up at 10 o'clock right after me on Fox and Friends and One Nation on Saturday nights. So I was watching my uh, good buddy Chuck Todd on Meet the Press on Sunday, and yet Wisconsin Congressman Ron Johnson on the show. And uh, Ron Johnson was talking about the unfair media, how they're treating Trump differently than Biden when it comes to the document scandal, how they treat uh, Hunter Biden. And Chuck Todd goes, Well, wait a second. If you're so upset about Hunter Biden, shouldn't you be equally as upset about Jared Kushner? 
Now, I got to tell you, Brian, I think that 99% of my audience has no idea what the hell Chuck Todd is talking about when it comes to wrongdoings by Jared Kushner, especially compared to Hunter Biden. That led those two guys to a big fight, which was everywhere yesterday, Ron Johnson and Chuck Todd. What about that silly comparison? If you're upset about Hunter Biden, you should be upset about Jared Kushner. Well, number one, you know what's amazing, Sid, is how clueless, legitimately clueless, smart people are about Tony Bobulinski, about what Hunter legitimately was up to. If you bring up the CEFC and this uh, this deal with this Chinese official, this energy executive who was linked to the Chinese government, who had paid Hunter all this money. Bobolinsky had set it up because Hunter had no experience to do it. Bobolinsky realizes that this deal is, is shady, realizes they're dealing him out. That's how ugly this Biden family is. They were actually screwing the guy they lured in to set up these deals. That's when he turned. So they don't know all this. So what Chuck Todd is saying, I'll just keep it on the surface. What Chuck Todd is saying, you don't like that Hunter's trading on, trading on the Biden name. What about Jared Kushner and Trump? Well, a couple of things. Jared Kushner actually worked for the administration, arguably the MVP. He sets up the Abraham Accords. He sets up uh, the whole building 450 miles of war, uh, of wall. He sets up the um, the uh, the prison, the 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 law enforcement reform, the Keep on forgetting the the uh, legal reform, whatever that is. Uh, he he did uh, the whole reform of the justice system, criminal justice reform. So he said, so whatever you think of him, he this guy was achieving. When he's done, he does a business deal with a business that he had prior to him getting this job, and he does a deal. If there's a problem with it, go look into it. Listen, if, he, if he's you know doing something illegal, let's find out about it. But we have read about it in the Wall Street Journal. He said, <laughs> I did this deal. It was above board. The things were signed. There was no backroom deal. The guy goes, okay, Jared Kushner, I like dealing with you in the government. I like dealing with you in, in the private sector. You're a pretty honorable guy. If there was something shady, go look, go for it. But how do you complain? How do you compare these two things when we have it in writing that President Biden was getting a piece of Hunter Biden's action that he was trading on his dad's name, who was setting up one-on-one meetings with guys, guy Carlos Slim, the uh, these uh, Chinese executives, these Ukrainian executives, uh, as well as uh, the Romanian executives. This was all happening. So for Chuck Todd to go in there thinking he's got a great argument. And indicting his lack of research was nuts. You know, it seemed like Ron Johnson was caught by surprise by it. But he also was just pulled back and said, have you ever attacked anybody else like this? Right. Why do you invite me on? Right. He said, you invite me on not to discuss uh, topics, but to just fight with me. And Ron Johnson was right. Actually, he texted Chuck Todd at the time. I swear to God, Brian. And I said, hey, man, lay low. This ain't going well for you. And he texted me afterwards, just get me Trump. That was the exact quote. Uh, Let's move over now to something local. My friend, the mayor, Eric Adams, in El Paso, Texas, over the weekend, took a red-eye flight back on MLK Day here to New York City, wanted to see it firsthand. Finally, he's been invited time and time again by Governor Abbott in Texas. Finally, Brian Kilmeade, Eric Adams, took the trip to El Paso, Texas. Your thoughts on the mayor at the border? Loved it. I love that he went. I, I wanted him to do it five months ago. I'm sure you did, too. I, I love that he went and saw the, the ugly sections, unlike the president. 
I love that you saw things for the first hand. And, you know, I would love to see that you said Democratic mayor in El Paso. If it was a Republican mayor, he basically gave him a pass. And I don't blame him. I should give him a pass. He goes, listen, why, why should I take uh, 40,000 people that don't belong here and put it in my small little town? All these people sign paperwork to say they want to go to New York City. The bottom line is the mayor called out the federal government, but not the president. Bottom line is, as long as the mayor has a sanctuary city, he can't cry foul because he's saying if you come here, you get to stay. Don't fear you're going to be expelled. Therefore, he's got to make room. Now we got 40,000 extra people. Most seem to be ungrateful for the free food and board at 55,000 per person. Think about how much money just everybody today. If you get paid through direct deposit, look up your paycheck, flip it over, see how much is going to the city, the state, a little on the federal government. And no, this is going to your money is going to people that don't belong here. Doesn't matter what you think or uh, Hispanic or there's Russians, Romanian. I mean, there is 150 countries represented at our southern border. And that's the federal government. Now he's going to the council. Now he's going to go meet with the mayors in Washington. He's got to go to the president and the president will see him. And the president will listen to him if he really wants to make a difference and become a national figure. Go do both those things. He's got to get this guy's attention for the good of New York. And the, the ramifications will be he will be a national figure. Agreed. And he can run for president himself one day. Who knows? All right. Down to the Elite Eight. About two minutes to go here, Brian. National Football League last night, of course, may have been the end of Tom Brady's career. We'll see. Dallas wins easily. So now you got uh, two games on Saturday, starting, of course, with Jacksonville and Kansas City. Two games on Sunday. You've got that Bills-Bengals game finally in Buffalo. Then, of course, you get San Francisco hosting Dallas. But the late game Saturday night from the link in Philadelphia, 830 kickoff, features the Eagles and the Giants for the third time this year. The Giants fresh off a very impressive road win in Minnesota on Sunday. The Giants getting about a touchdown. That's way too many points, by the way. Uh, Daniel Jones looks great. Our football Giants, do they get a win, Brian Kilmeade, in Philadelphia on Saturday night? They look like the Coughlin Giants that went to the Super Bowl twice. And I do think that that last game that they played with uh, Davis Webb, and with their, with their subs, resting everybody, including Saquon and uh, Daniel Jones, sent a message. Because you can't even say that the Eagles, well, they didn't play their stars. Wrong. They played Hurts Hurt, and they had to win the game for the number one seed and get the week off. So... They have to be saying to myself, man, the Giants made some adjustments already. The first time they played, they were totally outclassed. The Giants didn't play bad. They were just beaten by a better team every quarter. I mean, they tried to get back. They just looked overmatched. But I think they've made the adjustments. They're playing with house money. They're not afraid. And the Eagles have not finished strong. So some of those things, I mean, you could tell me, I mean, I think the Eagles are a better team than Minnesota, but not by much. So they are very much in this game. And they, you're not going to tell me that they're going to be intimidated by Philadelphia. They play no. twice a year for 90 years. <laughs> yeah, so no. they're not going to be intimidated by Philadelphia's uh, angry audience. No, they're We're not. They're going to boo their people as yep. soon as they, if they're trailing 10 nothing in the first quarter, Sid, they're going to be turning on the Eagles, believe me. Oh, that's that fan base, no doubt about it. Look, the Giants are playing their best football at the right time. For me, more reminiscent of a Bill Parcells team. They, they don't turn the ball over. They run the ball well. They play good defense. But you're right. They got a good shot in Philly coming up on Saturday night. On the way out, what time am I on your great show later on this morning on Fox News?
1134. We also have Lee Zeldin coming in. I'll bring back his audio. Um, I'll bring back him. He's going to be in my first hour. The you guys we don't uh, you guys don't carry on ABC. So I'll bring that back. Uh, his interesting is he going to run? I thought for Santos' seat. If Santos gets thrown out, the guy's an embarrassment to the country. Uh, so sooner or later he's going to be tossed. And I'm wondering if Lee Zeldin's going to run. Uh, we'll get an answer. Uh, Janice Dean's going to be on. You know she took help take Cuomo down. That'll be great. And then we're going to find out about this economy. The president says it's great, uh, and some people say it isn't. We got the experts on. Uh, Varney and company will do a simulcast. So it'll be great. We're going to talk about reparations in California. Five million for anybody that says they're African-American. I know. Uh, and uh, lives in San Francisco for 13 years. <laughs> Unbelievable. Five million dollars. I know. I may go tanning like every day this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Go over. It might be worth the move. Why not? Hey, Brian, I'll see you later on this morning. As always, great. A great job here this morning. Thank you so much. You're great. I'll see you later. All right. Stay within yourself, Sid. Go All right. <laughs> There he is, folks, coming up after me, 10 o'clock every morning here on WABC. And, of course, Fox and Friends and One Nation on Fox News. My man, Brian Kilmeade. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabulaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabu Law, where winning is no accident.